And welcome to the Tice Talks, episode number seven. We're talking today about the modern mission field. Pastor Tice's guest is his son-in-law, so this could be fun. Pastor Neil Berkey from Liberty Baptist Church. He's the missions and children's director. And Pastor Tice, enjoy. Well, I am. I'm, it's a wonderful thing to be here with uh, Neil Berkey. He is our associate pastor. He's also director of our counseling ministry here at Liberty Baptist Church and is uh, very involved in discipleship. But today we're talking about his position as the missions director. We have 120, did you say? Yeah, 121 missionaries. Why? Uh, you don't have to stop on the introduction. You could just keep going if you'd like uh, would continue like, that introduction. Very seldom am I saying this kind of nice things about you. You know so what? Probably... It's, it's starting to sink in a little bit, too. Uh, <laughs> we... Uh, we, uh, he works with our children's ministry, he works with so many different things. And so, um, but again, we're going to talk about missions. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about uh, what God is doing through Liberty Baptist Church. Let's, let's start off this way. Uh, in, uh, in Matthew, Jesus tells us to go into all, to, to every nation, uh, uh, teaching them and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. If you want to talk about an impossible command, Jesus here is telling us to go to every nation on the yeah. world. And in, in, in Luke, he says, you will be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the world. Well, that's an amazing thing. How in the world are we supposed to, in one generation, get the gospel to every creature and then to every nation at, uh, around the world. And that's not just a suggestion. That's a, that's a command then that God gives us. That's exactly right. He says, he says and, he, and he says to do it both. The idea is at the same time, while you're in Jerusalem, then you've got to go to Judea and then Samaria, then the uttermost parts of the earth. How are we going to do that? I, I think the answer is, is is missions, very simply. So as we think about this podcast today, it's it's titled uh, Reaching the Unreachable. So sometimes as we think about, and even people, they, they, they have this consideration, they have this question, um, what about the people in Africa, you know, that have never heard the gospel? So kind of today we're going to be talking about reaching those type of people, or maybe even here in Las Vegas, um, you know, uh, the, the, um, the stripper downtown, or maybe... Um, you know, the homeless person. How are we able to reach those people? And uh, so as we consider that, God obviously gives us a great command there in, in Matthew and Mark, uh, and as you just read in Luke, uh, to reach those people. Yeah, we are, we are, re we are responsible to reach uh, not just uh, the few that are around us, but to have this world vision. Can, so, uh, Can I ask you this? Yes. What was, um, so... The importance of missions, obviously, for you, it's one of the heartbeats of, of your ministry. Where did missions start with you, uh, the importance of missions? Well, when I was a teenager, now I went to church all my life, but when I was a teenager, somebody invited me to go to a Faith Promise missions conference, and I never heard of Faith Promise. I didn't know what that meant. Uh, the preacher came in, showed videos of... of uh, missionaries and what was going on around the world. And he said, you can be part of this by just asking God to burden your heart about, about missionaries. Okay. And he said, you can start praying and asking God 
how much he would like you to give on a weekly basis to missions. And I thought, okay, well, where am I going to get that money? And then he explained, you're going to get the money from God. You go to God, you say, God, um, how, how much would you like me to give by faith to missions? And then allow him to put a number on your heart. Well, I never heard of this kind of thing before. However, I had become yeah. fascinated with the idea that God answers prayer. Sure. So I went to God, and I was working at a place called Montgomery Wards, which was back then, it was sort of like the Walmart of that era. And uh, I, I went, I was working there as a bike boy. I was assembling bikes for the sports department of the store. And so I said, and I was just making a, s- a small amount of money. I was trying to pay for my car, and I was planning on going to college. Yeah. So I, I went, I said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to give? to missions, put a number on my heart. I did exactly what the preacher told me to, to, to pray. pray to do, yeah. And when I did that, a number came to my mind, but it was like half of my salary. And I thought, <laughs> God, I, I must have, you must have, I must have got the wrong. You must have got the wrong guy. So let me just tell you, this is Dave let me, Tice. Let me the, pre-pray the, it. No, yeah, let this me... is this is the broke kid that's going to college, that's that's trying to pay for his car, and I don't know how I'm going to get that kind of money. And I just, uh, but that number just stuck in my mind. So I said, okay, God, I'm going to do what this preacher said. He said to pray that uh, if you'll give me this money, I'll give it back to you. And uh, it was amazing. That year, I uh, I was able to start giving to missions. Uh, that year, I was able to, I sold my car because I was going back to college. Uh, I was able to go to college and get through my entire freshman year of college, and my college was paid for, wow, and incredible. I was able to give to missions. God, God really allowed cool. me to do uh, what he wanted me to do. And that was that was quite a few years ago so that um, Yeah, I was 16 years old at the time. So you were impressed at you were impressed to give to missions as a 16-year-old man. Um how has God used that? That was that was a few years ago. How has God used missions in your life as we kind of use this to try to transition to today and what you've been able to accomplish? Um what has missions done? Um what have you seen done through missions? Well, it's been amazing. Uh, my wife and I have, we've not really actually sat down and counted the amount of money that Anna and I personally have given to missions, but I would know that this, without any doubt, it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that God has allowed us to give to missions. Not only that, we have given through the church and led the church in Faith Promise Missions and given well over six or seven million dollars to missionaries yeah, wow. over the last 29 years as we have led our church in faith promise giving but the, the 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 money is nothing the 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 souls that have been saved every year literally through our missions ministry we have seen tens of thousands of people trust jesus christ yeah. as lord and savior and that's that's worth every every that's That's exactly right that's the only thing that's eternal the only thing that's eternal is people going to heaven Uh, somebody asked me one day several years ago in fact it was a deacon in our church a man named Jamie Allen asked me he said what motivates you and uh, I thought about it for a few minutes and I said the thing that motivates me is hell 
the mm. fact that people are dying and people are going to hell. That is a real truth. That is that is For a sure. reality. The Bible tells us there is a literal place, a burning hell. I think that's what motivated Jesus, honestly. The fact that those that he had created were going to spend eternity in hell. He left heaven, came to this earth. He was the first missionary, came to this earth, left everything he knew behind, came to this earth, became a man, suffered and died and paid the penalty of our sins, was buried three days later, rose from the dead, went through all of that because there's a real hell and people are going there. And that's true in Africa and that's true right across the street. Yeah. Uh, that's why we have to be missions-minded we have to be locally mission-minded. We have to be worldwide mission-minded. And we have to recognize that everyone, everyone needs Jesus. So as we think about missions, the best thing that we can do for missionaries, I think really basically three things, is is really going, first first of all, um, but then giving so that I mean, for the person to Africa, maybe we can't go, but obviously we can give to help people go, as you've shared. But then also we can pray. As we focus on those three things uh, today, uh, the idea of going, uh, giving, and even praying. Can we focus a, a little bit on on going? Have well, you... let, yeah, let's talk about you. Let's talk <laughs> about you. Uh, uh, the, the truth is, uh, you just a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, took a missions trip to Africa. I'm very aware of the fact you went to Africa because I was watching your four children what, at my what a house. What kind man you are during that time? <laughs> Listen. I'm willing to sacrifice. It seemed like months, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Listen, when, when two, um, I was going to say old people, but I, I wouldn't want to say old people. Uh, pe- you have a long way to go. Pe- two uh, older people, uh, uh, two mature adults are watching four grandchildren. for, And your, grand, your children are not the quiet, they're sedate type. They are... They are very active. They're very children. boisterous. Just That's, say it. They're, yeah, they're very encouraging. They're. I was going to say some very nice things about them. They're my grandchildren. I love them, but they're they're very active. We had a great time actually together with them because we were constantly doing something. Yeah. So we um we went to Africa, Tanzania. We have two missionaries actually in Tanzania, the Burke Holders, and then now the Wyatts, uh, who are now missionaries of ours to Tanz uh, to Tanzania. Uh, incredible missionaries. Uh, so we went to Tanzania. At that time, we didn't support them. And they just they do a, th- a thing every year. It's a crusade, a soccer crusade, where just a week prior to us going, they were able to see um, nearly 1,000 people, or just over 1,000 people trust Christ. Isn't that amazing? 1,000 people? Yeah, 1,000 people. Many churches don't see that, uh, you know, over the course of a couple years. But, but that's what missions is all about, is it's about sharing the gospel and being a part of worldwide missions, as you said. And so um, so that was the week before we went. We went with uh, one of our missionaries, uh, Bradley Edmondson, who is a medical mission uh, missionary. And so the whole purpose of us going was to um, was to put on um, a medical clinic as well as a vision clinic. So now two, you took you took several people from our church. And absolutely, there. we took. Uh, there was a total of twelve people that uh, that came do, from Liberty. Do we? Um, do we do missions trips each year now? We do. We do. And the purpose of that is we want people to be able to see the missions field firsthand for them. Jeremiah said that his eye affected his heart. And so we want people to, to see what missions life is all about. We want them to see orphans. We want them to see um, uh, places that people are hurting. And we, what, what do I have to do in order to, like, to get signed up for yeah, a missions so, trip? Is, um, do I plan this like uh, like... 
a year out or a year and a half out? Or yeah, how, so, do, how do I know about a missions trip? That so you're one of the things that um, has been produced is uh, medical missions outreach. We usually will go with them every other year. We'll, we'll do a foreign missions trip. They do um, trips to Asia, Philippines. They, they go to uh, South America. They go to Europe and even Africa. Uh, but every um, other year that we don't go with them, we go. Uh, we do a stateside missions trip. So every other year you do a stateside missions trip. That every other year you do a a uh, a um, international trip. Correct. Yeah, one year stateside, and then the next year we do a foreign missions trip. So the one that we went to uh, Africa with Tanzania, uh, in Tanzania with the Wyatts, um, was an incredible trip. So they had just seen a thousand people trust Christ through this crusade. And so the next the next week we were coming, and so um, and so we really didn't know what to expect. We thought, oh, they had a huge uh, harvest of people that they've seen saved, um, and then that next week we came. So whenever we came, we um, ministered to twenty eight hundred people, uh, over twenty eight twenty eight hundred people. Yeah. So so some of those would be duplicates, but um, they came for the medical and the vision side. But there was it was. Each day there was a line of probably about um, a sixth of a mile long, just people waiting. This is at 8 a.m. whenever we got there, just waiting. And some people had arrived at 3 and 4 a.m., and they had traveled many hours just to be there for the clinic, just to receive uh, medical attention or to check their vision. So this was incredible. Okay, so... I, I love the fact that we do this with medical missions outreach. We we were able to um, we were able to help them. Uh, we collect glasses for them. They, we do a vision thing, and we were able to send them just recently ten thousand uh, glasses. Yeah. So there's a local. Uh, there's someone that we work with locally here in Las Vegas, and uh, they just gave us glasses. We also did a, a glasses drive in our church. And uh, through that, we were able to raise 10,000 glasses to be able to send to them, which is uh, about the proximate number of glasses that MMO uses each and every year. So that was great. That's a great thing. Yeah. So, so, so we, are, we need to go, and, and you can be involved in going by getting in touch with, uh, with you. If somebody wants to go on a missions trip, say in 2021 or 2022, they can get in touch with you and they can, and make arrangements for that. Absolutely. That's now, great. Now, as in going, that's obviously, it's going to be a financial um, obligation, but for someone that may not be able to go at this time, what, what would they be able to do? Well, the, that's where we are involved in missions. Now, we have... We have several things that we do with missions. Number one, we have the opportunity to go on a missions trip, or you can be involved in giving to missions, Faith Promise Missions. We also, every year in June, have a missions conference where you actually get to meet missionaries. Uh, we'll have four or five different missionaries. How many missionaries do we, we have, have coming? We have four this year, yeah. In fact, one of the, the people that you first started supporting whenever you were in college, and maybe you want to share the story, uh, he'll be uh, actually a veteran missionary from Brazil. Tom Gilmer, he's like in his late 70s now, but he's been pastoring or working in Brazil for close to 50 years and uh, doing a great, great work there. Um, we, You can be involved in going by being involved in giving. In Acts, he said, Jesus says, go uh, to Jerusalem, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Well, 
obviously we cannot be as an individual i can't be in two places at once but i can through giving if i'm giving to support missionaries then uh then i can be in many places at once in fact i tell people this all the time that the ministry of liberty baptist church it it, it it's a continuous 24-hour a day ministry the sun never sets on the ministry of Liberty Baptist Church because we support missionaries literally on the opposite side of the world. Every place in the world that the sun is shining, there's ministry taking place that we support through missions. So you can have a national and worldwide impact by supporting missionaries. It's one thing to do a radio broadcast or or a podcast. It's one thing to, to do that over the air, but you can have hands-on, person-to-person touch by supporting missionaries, and that's God's original plan. Absolutely. There was, um, just to kind of give it in perspective, I mean, we, the church gave, um, the church gave uh, over, well over $300,000 last year, and there was, uh, there was, there was tens of thousands of people, I believe the number was uh, just over 79,000 people trusting Christ through our through our missions outreach in one year's time in just one year yeah. in one year's time because people gave to missions absolutely so that's so so you need to go and we need to give yeah and um, what's the third aspect third aspect is praying yes um, and it's important to pray some people say I mean we think of obviously the lady who gave her might she might not think oh that was very much she gave but I think about the the other aspect of praying um, to God for God to work, and that's important. That's vital to to God's hand moving. And, and why? Let me ask you this: Why do you think God desires us to pray? I mean, God could do God could do anything, but why does He want us to pray? I think that prayer is a great act of faith. It really, when we pray, we're walking into the presence of God. We're entering into the spiritual realm, and when we pray. It, it states in the spiritual realm, yes, I believe God, and it says that I trust God no matter what's going on. I'm asking God to do that which I cannot do. Mm. I cannot change a person's life. I cannot open blinded eyes to see, to, to see reality. I can give money. I can go. I can witness. That is my human responsibility but it is a sovereign God who opens the eyes and touches the hearts of people and brings them to Christ. And there's a recognition of my partnership with God and my recognition of my dependence upon God when I bow before him and I say, Jesus, I can't do this. Jesus, I need you. And when we are praying, the Bible says, pray ye one for another. when we pray for someone else, when we're praying for them, we're being obedient to God and we're showing our faith in him and our trust on him to do that which we cannot do in and of ourselves. Absolutely. There's a couple ministries that we have locally. Whenever we think about reaching the unreachable, um, there's a couple ministries here in Las Vegas that I think that it's incredible I mean, we pray for these ministries. Um, I think of Refuge for Women, um, who is uh, who is reaching women who may be out on the streets who come in and uh, and get saved. They're actually pulling people out of prostitution 
and housing them and helping them to get their feet on the ground and get, uh, 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 of course, meet the Lord get straightened, getting their life straightened out, and then get getting them, helping them to get back into a normal lifestyle. Then, then we have hope for prisoners. Hope for prisoners, which is amazing. John Ponder is using uh, the gifts. He he was a prisoner himself 15 years ago, and now he is uh, helping people get out, uh, introducing them to Jesus Christ, and helping them to get back into the flow of society. We also have First Choice Pregnancy Center. First Choice Pregnancy Center is an incredible thing. It's a miracle. It's a it, miracle It thing. really is. Last year, over uh, 2,000 children were saved that could have been aborted. But not just, not only were they saved, that their moms were yeah, saved. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That the whole focus is first lead the mom to Christ so that that child will be able to grow up in a Christian home and then help that a woman have that child it's it's amazing the spiritual lives that have been saved and the um the babies that have been saved through that ministry and we get to be part of that by giving to missions yeah um as we give as we uh as we go but also pray in uh there was a story that um happened just this past year where each year we put on a Christmas experience where at the end of the year we give away Christmas trees. And at that event, um, at that event, there was a lady that came up to one of the, um, she came up to one of the vendors from church and uh, she met one of our, our people and we'll call her name Jan. Uh, but Jan came over and um, she was, she had a, a, a little girl with her and uh, she met with one of our ladies and so she, she just introduced herself. She says, hi, hi I'm Jan. And uh, she said, this is my daughter, Danielle. And she's like, oh, it's, it's nice to meet you, Danielle, one of the, our ladies said. And Jan began to tell um, one of the ladies that come to here at church, Liberty, uh, come to Liberty, she said, you know what? She said, just a few years ago, Danielle would not be here had it not been for a lady from this church who came and shared with me about the importance of keeping my life because I had gone into uh, the Pregnancy Life Center and thinking that it was the abortion clinic, I was going to abort my baby that day. And so she said, I trusted Christ that day. But not only did I make a choice to, to accept Christ as my Savior, but I also made the choice to save my daughter. And today she's here with me because of people like you. Isn't that amazing? And that's incredible. Celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ with us, ministering, and and because of a ministry that we support, that child was alive, and she's and she doesn't have to deal with the guilt of abortion. She saved her child, saved, and uh, she is free from the guilt and the anguish that abortion causes, all because of missions. So the so so this whole thing of missions is is this idea of going where we can go, yeah. sending people where we cannot go, and then praying that God would use us wherever we go individually, and uh, use those that we are sending into the world. That is uh, that is amazing. It is a privilege to be able to be part of uh, reaching around the world. We. Somebody said this. Somebody said that uh, 
we are plan A, what's plan B? And the answer is there is no no plan plan B. B. Yeah. (laughs) It is us doing what God has called us to do. And we've had the great privilege in the last 42 years of being here in Las Vegas. We've had the privilege of watching this ministry grow so that we have been able to see churches planted in this Vegas Valley and help hundreds of churches be planted around the the world. And now uh, God is using us to reach in to our community in a greater way uh, through our police department, through civic uh, things that we're involved in, and uh, again, continually through missions. Absolutely, it all starts with, with going and praying and maybe even giving how God leads you to give. What a great opportunity, but what a great privilege as God blesses us uh, to be able to help other people and share the gospel all around this world. Well, we want to, I want to thank you, Neil, for coming in with us today. Uh, This is what Liberty Baptist Church is all about. That's what, that's what Tice Talks is all about. We want to encourage you to practice this this art of going and telling people about Christ, giving so that others can go, and praying for the lost around the world. That is what it's all about. Remember, this is Tice Talks, and Tice Talks is (laughs) more than a conversation. That's right. It is more than a conversation. (laughs) Crystal? Thanks again for listening to Episode 7 on the Modern Mission Field and Reaching the Unreachable. We hope today's discussion has inspired you, your family, and even your church to reach out to your Jerusalem and your Judea and to the uttermost parts of our world. Pastor Neil, before we let you go, if there is someone listening that's from uh, Liberty or from the area that would like to be involved in one of our future missions trips, how can they contact you for more information about those? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, reaching out. So uh, they can either contact the church, uh, 702-647-4522, or um, they could either send me a message at uh, info at experienceliberty.com, info at experienceliberty.com. All right, there we go. Church number is 702-647-4522. If you're interested in joining one of our church missions trips, just give us a call and ask for Pastor Neil Berkey. And you can visit davetice.com for more resources on this and many other uh, great topics. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a single episode. We'll see you next time.